Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Hey, good afternoon. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems, including chronic fatigue. Yeah. Our series for the last couple of weeks, Dr. Chris Demzar. Thank you for joining us yeah, today, thank as you always. For having me. Always. And uh, today we get to talk about the pink elephant in the room of the infection that you have, but you don't realize you have it because it doesn't spike a fever, cause congestion, right. give you sniffle, and you none know, of the normal symptoms. None of the of normal like what you'd cold. expect a virus or some other illness to have. Yeah, but this thing called Epstein Barr virus. Not that Epstein, but a different Epstein, <laughs> but could be linked to that Epstein. Maybe. Who knows? But Epstein-Barr virus is, oh gosh, what do they say? 90% of Americans have this. And it falls in the category of what's known as the chronic condition that will affect you if you reactivate. Right. And what we want to talk to you about today is, could your fatigue and your energy issues be an undiagnosed Epstein-Barr virus chronic infection? Yes. We are shaking our heads. Look, in case you don't know, we do live stream on video. We were sadly kicked off of YouTube. Boo-hoo-hoo. Because of the show I did, what was it, two weeks ago on immunity yep. and is your fatigue because you are potentially immunocompromised. And I mentioned the fact that vaccines don't give energy and healing and immunity and youtube right. went you're banned for 90 days so right now i believe we're streaming on to facebook which who knows what they're going to do rumble and uh i believe we're of course on all the airways of uh itunes and uh we're we're now on amazon music how cool is that did you know that i didn't know that that's really yeah cool. so our, our show got picked up on amazon so that's fun and you know uh Wherever you stream or listen to us, welcome. We love the fact that you're here. That's right. So um, let me ask you a question. Do you have Epstein-Barr virus? So I've never been tested, but my guess is yes. Because yes. 9 out of 10 of you listening right now have Epstein-Barr virus based on the research. And I know that I have Epstein-Barr virus, but the difference is, is it active in a state of causing a health problem? So let me give you an example. Do you have um, shingles virus inside of you? Yes. Okay. Because you had chicken pox when you were younger, I That's imagine. That's right. Yep. So, so they say, well, the virus lies dormant and it's just waiting until it wakes up and gives you 
shingles. And then you're like, oh man, my skin is burning. The rash ever, yes. And you know, I'm not going to say it, but they do have a shot for shingles, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Now ready? The virus was in you. So what made it come out? We're going to talk about this. How is it that some people can go their whole life and never have a cold sore, which is a herpes virus. Yep. And then one. all of a sudden, like, you know, something happens. And all of a sudden, you know, boom, this huge cold sore on their lip, their nose, their face, wherever. And, you know, it's a virus. Uh, have you ever had uh, like a circular rash show up on your elbow crease or on your wrist, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, what is this? It must be dermatitis. No, it's a virus. virus. So we want to talk today about the number one chronic viral infection in humanity, specifically in America how it affects 90% of everyone. And it could be the reason that you are so tired and fatigued and yeah. achy and you literally feel like you have the flu. But when you go and get the flu test, it comes back negative. Right. And there's a lot of layers to this now being in 2022, about to be going into 2023 because We've all been dealing with the COVID pandemic for the last several years now. And there's a lot of new research coming out that's talking about how if you are experiencing symptoms of long COVID, it's not the fact that there's this COVID infection that's hanging around and is continuing to drive you crazy. It is an Epstein-Barr virus reactivation, reinfection that is causing these long COVID symptoms. Yes. So think of it like this, just like we said before, do you have shingles virus? Yes. So when will you get shingles? When my body is so stressed out that the virus is able to reactivate itself for whatever reason. Yes. And for a lot of people, it's some sort of life event. Yeah. It's some sort of uh, relationship event. It's yep. some sort of like big business event, or it's a physical structural trauma. You sure. know, like we have had a lot of patients who come in, I don't know, but you know, I have shingles running all across the back of my back. And we're like, well, what happened? Well, you know, I was painting my house and I fell on my ladder. Right there, by the way. Oh, okay. Physically induced. So we know that these viruses are in the herpes group. Yep. And here's what's crazy. Epstein-Barr virus is a human herpes virus. So just like cold sores and the warts no one wants to talk about and chicken pox, it's in, it's in you. But like you said, here's the secret part. If your immune system is strong enough and if your detox pathways are healthy enough, you kind of keep it, you know, in the corner. It's like the the bad uncle you never want to have come out during the holiday parties, and everyone's like, you know, we got him locked up in the closet. Yeah. Okay, as long as he's out. locked up in the closet, the party is go. fine. Soon as that crazy uncle comes out, and, you know, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah. So these viruses are like the crazy uncles that are just hanging around your body. And what we're going to discuss with you today is what is it that you're doing that's making them come out. And what do they cause when you don't deal with them? Right. Because, you know, I could live my whole life with EBV in me, kept in the closet, immune system going, no, 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 you stay over there, you stay over there, and I never have a problem. But if I have those moments of immune system compromise, man, when EBV comes out, it is an absolute yep. mess. Yep, it's a nightmare to and deal And the with. number one symptom is fatigue. fatigue. So would you just real quick, and I don't mean to cut you off, but like, what the heck is this virus? Like, I guarantee you people have like never heard of this. Or if they have, it's only because they've dealt with it and they've seen some doctor or holistic physician who's actually brought their attention to it. Right. Well, here's why you probably have Epstein-Barr virus 
and you know that you have it, but it's just been called something different. How many of you listening have been told you had mono, mononucleosis as a kid? Mm, yeah, yeah. Or you, you, were, you had the kissing disease because it was something like we passed through saliva. And it didn't have to be from a kiss. It could be from food that you, you ate somebody else's food or drink or whatnot, and that allowed for the viral tr transport to occur. Now, does that mean that infection is guaranteed? No. But when you're a child growing up and you have this developing immune system, you may not have the appropriate response yet of the specific immune cells that are needed, right? So we get infected with this Epstein-Barr virus. We get told we have mono. We have this kissing disease. Uh, we may have some other disease or symptoms. We've got this herpes disease. And we get these cold sores. We have this fatigue, these other symptoms. And they come and they go for about two to three weeks. If you're more compromised, maybe up to a couple of months. Yeah. But EBV when we're a child, that's not something that hangs around for very long, is it? No, it's a, it's a subtle, quick infection. Most people don't even really know they have it because they think it was just like a head cold. Yeah. Or like, you know, I had a really bad flu this season and right. you actually had mono. Um, it does tend to affect us when we're in the, you know, teenage into college-ish era. And I think the reason is because, you know, when you're growing up, who do you generally hang out with? You hang out with, with your parents. parents so your you family, build an immune response friends, to the various viruses that flow around. But then as you kind of break out into later high school, yep. early college, you know, especially if you if you went to a different college than where you lived or you stayed in a dorm with other people, now all of a sudden you've been around like five people. Now you're around like five thousand people. Right. New people. And different all these people. new different strains come and you get this kind of like, you know. Uh, freshman flu, I think they used to call right. it when I was in school. And that's technically EBV, more than likely. Yes. But like you said, short-lived, couple days, no big deal, a slight headache, a cough, a fever, congestion. But just like having chicken pox and getting it and expressing it and going like, whew, I never have to have that again, it, it does show up as shingles later on in life as an adult. And EBV shows up, though, unfortunately, as... All kinds of things, guys. Anything. EBV can be chronic fatigue. EBV can be an autoimmune disease. Lupus, scleroderma. It could be psoriasis. Watch this. It could be a thyroid issue. It could be diabetes. It could be brain fog. Because wherever the virus is and it becomes reactivated, that tissue becomes infected and then you get a symptom. So if my dormant EBV is hanging around in my thyroid and I keep it at bay, no thyroid problems, I've been fine my whole life, now watch this. All of a sudden, my fiance leaves me at the altar, my wife is yelling and screaming at me, That's my husband, stressful. if I'm a female, uh, my boss says you're fired, um, my kids say I no longer wanna be associated with you and they move out, I don't know, we all deal with life. My radiator on my car explodes and a flat tire happens and my house gets flooded. Or I, all of a sudden I get this massive bill because work needs to be done. I don't know. Like, this is life, guys. So now this virus goes, whoa, stressed out human being. Hey, the immune system's been diverted. We can now take over the thyroid. And all of a sudden, functionality. Th and the doctors are like, well, you know what? You have a low thyroid problem. And they miss it. Yeah. 100%. So we know for a fact EBV has been linked to, listen to this. I'm going to read this list to you guys. Celiac disease. Type 1 and type 2 diabetes, lupus, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, juvenile arthritis, IBS, IBD, this is Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, Hashimoto's thyroid. Like if you can think of an issue with your immune response, you can connect dots to it, to it could be yeah. an undiagnosed EBV infection. Yep, exactly. So here's the kicker.
Is it complicated to find out if someone has EBV that is in this reactivated state wreaking havoc on their health? Well, yes, it is. It's not the easy. It's not the simple thing where someone comes in and just goes, you must have EBV. That's the answer, right? You have to test very specifically to determine if there are very specific antibodies. And even if, even if there are those antibodies, you might be thinking, well, if I had this when I was a teenager, when I was a young child, won't there be antibodies circulating in my body for the last 30, 40, 60, 80 years? Yeah, potentially. But you know what? We've got to test very specific antibodies to know is there a reactivation infection happening currently that's leading to some of the other health challenges that yep. you might be facing. So two things about this. Number one, if you struggle with energy, if you struggle with an autoimmunity, if you struggle with anything where you're like, gosh, you know, I wonder, could it be EBV? One recommendation is download our ebook, right? Energy Heal Thyself has a little small chapter in here about EBV and more detail about the kind of tests and what they mean. Right. So grab the ebook and you do that by texting your name and your email to 704-906-2094. Again, if you're on the live stream, the banner will show you the texting information. So does the info above or below. But just simple, guys, 704-906-2094. Yes, we do need both your name and your email. Like, for the love of God, my team has been asking that I say name and email. And I tell them I do. Every single time, here's what every we weekend. Get. Here's what we get. Energy. Or we get this. G1967 at gmail.com. Who are you? Okay, thank you. So please save some time and send your name and your email as you text the word energy to 704-906-2094. Again, we're also giving away our masterclass live access December 10th. It's all about everything we're talking about. How to find if you have these energy drainers, the toxins, the infections, the EBV, uh, and how to test for them, how to read these tests. And the secret is... What do you do? Guys, the energy diet, the EBV diet is in here. The supplements, the resources, your guides. It was, what, almost 30 pages long? Yeah, It's, it's yours more. for free, but you have to text. Okay, so basic, basic, basic immunology. If I am currently infected, which antibody is going to present itself positive on the tests? Yeah, a current infection is going to be an IgM antibody which is a specific response. So these things are a little tricky. So take a deep breath. You guys can do it. IG stands for immunoglobulin and the types are based upon the reaction. M is more the immediate response if you have an infection. Right. Now G on the other hand, IgG is if you've already had the infection, it has cleared and you are in more of a, I'm primed for it in case it ever happens again. Yes. So chronically infected, the G's will come back positive. E is more of like emergency. If you have an IgE reaction, it means you're anaphylactically allergic to this virus and you would have probably died <laughs> just like someone who gets a bee sting and starts right, going, like oh. a, yeah. So the likelihood of an IgE is extremely small. Right. So now there is something specific though for this that doesn't exist for other viruses known as the early antigen IgG. And this is the kicker because if I'm IgM negative, don't have it chronically, IgG positive, have had it before, 
but it doesn't tell us if you're in a reactivated right. chronic state. So this early IgG antigen test, if it's positive, oh, you're in a reactive EBV state, and that's why you feel the way you feel. Yes. Now, how hard is it to do this test? Oh, this is so simple. This is a simple blood test. Single vial blood draw. Yep. But the physician who's ordering it has to be thinking, ah, we should test you for EBV. Now, I'm going to ask you a simple question. I'll ask you because you're the only one. See, I'm, I keep pointing the camera as if there's people there, but there are. Ready? We know there are, yep. What's the likelihood percentage chance you have EBV in your body? 90%. What's the likelihood it could be causing symptoms if you have them? Very, likely. very, very high. Yeah. Would you like to get tested to see if your EBV test shows that this is what's causing your problems? Well, of course. If, the, if I can Who know. wouldn't? But most physicians medically will be like, no, EBV is something you get when you're like 19 years old. It causes right. mono. You don't have mono. They stop only at the acute infections because, listen to this. There's only a prescriptive antiviral for the acute. Right. So if it comes back IgM normal, IgG high, early antigen G high, they're going to say, uh, well, you've had it in the past. Yes, but you're not having it now. You don't have it now. We can't legally maybe prescribe you the medication that we want, so we're not going to give it to you or whatever the case may be. So guys, real simple, okay? If you want to know if your current health issue is being caused by a chronic viral infection, A, Download the ebook so you can read all about this. B, connect with a holistic physician. I mean, we have clinics in Charlotte and we help people with this. I promise you, if it comes back positive, you're going to go, oh, finally, someone has figured out why I'm so tired yeah. and fatigued and forgetful and my joints ache and everything. And now here's the ultimate kicker. How do we get rid of it then? So we've got a couple minutes before our commercial break, but in order to get rid of it, we have to figure out what? Well, what's causing that reactivation in the first place? Yes, because it's a lot like debt, okay? If you came to me and you're like, listen, I'm $20,000 in credit card debt and I want to get out of debt, your number one advice to me is going to be to do what? What should I do first? Well, then you should start paying off that debt. No, 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 no. No, I need to stop using my credit cards. Oh, gotcha. So, like, so I have, whatever's making me go in debt, debt needs stop to doing stop. That. Yes. Then I need to pay the my credit card down. Because what if I pay my credit card debt down, but I keep spending Using on my credit, credit card? card? Then it's a no, no. It balances so so out. do you notice this? What if we take you through a natural EBV treatment, but you still have your unmanaged stress, sedentary lifestyle, chronic nutrient deficiencies, leaky gut, and high toxic burden, which I just gave away what causes EBV. What if you still have all of that? You're still going to have EBV reaction. But reactivation, it's going to hang out and it's not going to go away. So I'm going to be transparent, all right? Collectively, we've been in practice for almost, what, 18, 19 years? Yeah. And the number of cases that we have seen that come into us with symptoms like, I'm just tired, my joints ache, I've been everywhere. I mean, I had a consult call with a 22-year-old who was told her anxiety is why she feels the way she feels. And they now have her on a third anxiety medication. I asked her symptomatology and it lined up nearly perfect with chronic viral infections. And this was me on the phone, 20 years old. Have you ever been tested for a virus to see if it's caught? No. Have you ever had any tests? No. How did they know to prescribe you the meds? Well, I told them how I felt and they said, right. they oh, you have anxiety and you have this problem. And now here's where it gets even crazier. They're testing her 
by trying a drug to see if the drug works by saying, well, do you feel better right. with this one? Does it one? change the feeling? Not that it actually change the problem. Ridiculous. Does it change the feeling? Well, so let me ask this then. So then did she jump on the chance to do this specific early yes. EBD test? Yes, because again, put yourself in these shoes. If I said to you, okay, all of your symptoms line up with this possible infection. Have you ever been tested for this? No. Okay, it's like 150 bucks to be tested for this virus. Would you like to do this? Uh, yeah. And a 20 year old, I'll do whatever it takes. I feel like I'm 80 and I can't work and my joints hurt and no doctor has ever helped me. Is there a chance this could be positive? Uh, you have a 90% chance it's positive. Oh my gosh. Why would I not want to do this? Like this is just common sense, right? Exactly. Exactly. So let's do two things real quick. We've got a commercial in a minute 50. Okay. Could you give them the list of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back? as to what you need to pay attention to. These five things are the reason that you may be struggling with your health. And then I'm gonna give the ebook away and then unfortunately Love commercials. It. That's right. Okay, so first thing is unmanaged stress. You all have stress, we all have stress in our lives. The goal is can you mitigate it? Can you reduce it so that it is not affecting your immune response? You have EBV, but you have an immune system that is gonna keep that EBV at bay, not allow it to reactivate. Right? And there's really specific cells that help allow that. But can you keep those cells in a high enough quantity that the EBV doesn't overtake it? Mm -hmm. That's where the stress management mm -hmm. comes in. Secondary, a secondary or co-infection. So I mentioned this at the, the top of the hour with the show, which was with long COVID. So if you've already had COVID and you know you have EBV, well, then you have an even higher risk of reactivating your, Epstein, your, your, EBV, your EBV again. Yeah. Because of the fact that you had COVID beforehand. So, and this is happening, by the way, with a lot of people. Yes. I think long COVID is There's actually an EBV, EBV activation. Reactivation. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Nu nutrient deficiencies. And we all know that if you're going to be deficient in a certain nutrient, that's going to stop a specific action in your body. That's going to stop a certain process, whatever that is. And that could lead to your immune system being suppressed. And then up goes the EBV reactivating. Uh, if you have a leaky gut, then you can't even use the nutrients that you're putting into your body. You're also causing massive amounts of inflammation, which is going to allow the infection to come back in. And that's a huge unmanaged stress. See how a lot of these are tying back together? Mm -hmm. And lastly, a high toxic burden, which can affect all of those. And we'll, we'll discuss more of that after the commercial And again, break. the likelihood of you having these is 90%. And the right. likelihood of you having EBV is 90%. And the likelihood your test would come back positive is 90%. And here's the beautiful part. You have a 90% likelihood that you can control this and exactly. fix it all by yourself. Hey, the the number for our ebook, 704-906-2094. Energy Heal Thyself, free to you right now. Call or text the word energy with your name and email, and we will be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I know there's a long commercial break with us, yes, but it it's worth, worth the it. wait. My name is Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with Dr. Chris Demzar here in the studio, yeah. talking today about your chronic fatigue, your undiagnosed health issues. The I've gone to every doctor and nobody can figure out what is causing my blank is more than likely a Epstein-Barr virus infection. Yes, absolutely. This is mononucleosis that has gone dormant, just like how shingles is dormant, and a life event has brought it about by reactivating the infection, but 
this infection doesn't make you feel sick. Like a uh, head cold and congestion right. and or a fever seasonal flu. or something where you'd walk into a doctor and the MD would go, wow, this looks like a reactivated mononucleosis. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah. We discussed that EBV is number one with fatigue. Number two with that sense of just flu-like achy symptoms, right? My back hurts, my body hurts, my joints hurt, my this hurts, my brain hurts, you know, and... Um, we had spent some time discussing it is connected to the majority of chronic autoimmune diseases. Yeah. I mean, we talked at the top of the hour about it being related to celiac disease, type 1 diabetes, lupus, MS. Isn't it interesting that Epstein-Barr, the virus, once it reactivates, the viroid itself has the opportunity to cross the blood-brain barrier, and that's what can lead to a lot of the neurological issues yeah. that we're seeing with Epstein-Barr virus reactivation. This is why so many people with EBV say, my brain just doesn't seem to work, and it's now been linked into this brain fog, forgetful, yep, exactly. early, not even dementia, but like when you have a 32-year-old who's like, I can't even remember my kids' names, that's not... Dementia, that's possible EBV. It's possible neural degeneration yes. starting to show its head early. Exactly. And what is that? It, you know, you're like, well, that's such a quick symptom. Yes, it is. And what's really happening once Epstein-Barr crosses the blood-brain barrier, what's that really allowing to have happen but a massive cytokine storm, a massive inflammatory reaction? Yeah, and, the, yeah, and these, these viruses themselves don't eat tissue, right. but they infect the tissue for replication purposes because if I'm one virus, I want to become 5 million. So I hijack a cell, and if it's a nerve cell, then and if I hijack a pancreatic cell, and if I hijack an adrenal cell, and the death of the cells determines the symptoms you have. Exactly. That's that You're speaking my language. That's what I was about to say. The virus itself doesn't cause the cell to die. That's your own. What, why is it called autoimmune? Because mm -hmm. your body is mm -hmm. attacking the virus that is in your cells. Therefore, your cell also has to die. The healthy cell that is now damaged. The, and there's research that even shows that the DNA of that cell has been changed once it's been infected by Epstein-Barr or Correct. once the Epstein-Barr is reactivated. Correct. So that is the importance of even though, yes, 90% of you have Epstein-Barr, you can keep it latent, meaning you can keep it under wraps because your immune system can keep it so that it cannot reactivate. And as long as yep. you can keep allowing that to occur, you don't have to worry about your own infected cells, this autoimmune response, this cytokine storm, this destruction of your healthy tissue cells that can just lead to all these other complications. And let me give you an example of when we say like, you can have control over this. We know unmanaged chronic stress can bring about the latent infection and reactivate yeah. it. Have you ever heard of people who like say, you know, like I've always felt sick until I quit my job and got a new job and all of a sudden yeah. like I feel phenomenal now. Or, you know, every time I go on vacation, I just feel so good. And when I come home, I just... Ugh. Right back to so where you were before the vacation. It's not that you were any different physically, except that you're managing your stress differently based upon situations. So like if you get two weeks off of your life and you're sitting on a beach and you have people waiting on you hand and foot, and the only thing you have to worry about is what do I, which bathing suit do I wear yeah, for exactly. the day? That stress level is low and people will like, their immune system gets strong and all of a sudden the infection starts to clear and they go, God, I can breathe again and I feel so good and my joints feel great. And then they go home and then all of a sudden it's like tick, 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 tick. And after two weeks, they're like, I feel like crap again. 
Well, be careful. It's the unmanaged stress coming back in your life. Yeah, and I love that you just mentioned that their immune system gets strong while they're on vacation. So if you're that person in that example, is your immune system actually strong? What is a strong immune system? A strong immune system, your immune system should be able to handle the stresses of life as you're going through those paces, not when you get a two-week yeah. vacation. Even when you come back from that two-week vacation right. with a strong immunity, you should be like, I feel just as That's, good as yep. when I was on vacation. I'm ready to keep going. And, uh, and listen, I'm not talking about the mental difference between like, I took a mental break. That's right. one thing. That's, that's we different. need rest. We need yep. relaxation. Yep. But there are people who literally will say, well, whenever I'm on vacation, I feel great. Whenever I come home, I feel terrible. Or, you know, whenever I leave my house for two weeks, I feel really good. And then when I come back, I feel really bad. So that is a chronic indication of a infection present that has been tanking your immunity year yeah. after year after year after year after yep. year. Yep. So unmanaged stress is a tough one because you have to figure out how is it that you need to get handle on it. Listen to this just so I can share something. In 2017, a study was done that found people who perceived that they had more stress, we gotta talk about this, were more likely to have high EBV antibodies when tested. Now watch. Oh my God, I think I'm stressed out. I'm so stressed out. Like life is just ripping me apart. Well, it's actually how they feel. Right. Because life isn't technically ripping them apart. Life is just life. And I can put you in the same situation that they're stressed out and you'd be like, man, I'm feeling phenomenal. No change. But then you put this person in a situation that stresses you out and they can feel phenomenal. Perceived stress is, oh, you could do a whole show on this, is this very difficult thing to talk about because yeah. it's, do you think this is stressful? Right. And you, and you have to, so this is where there's a lot of introspective. I mean, you have to think about yourself or I'll put it this way. Everybody listening, you all know whether you want to self-admit it or not, whether you're saying it's yourself or you know somebody else where you would get into a situation and be like, oh, okay. But they get into maybe not just one specific situation, but any situation it seems like, and they're freaking out. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is such a big deal. I can't handle it. I just got to move on. And you're just going, wait, what? This is not a big deal at all. We're ready to have a good time and keep going and live in life. That is someone who has a high level of perceived stress. That's someone that is dealing with that chronic Epstein-Barr viral infection. They're ones that are going to be more likely to have that reactivation. Correct. And here's the unique thing. Chronic stress, we know for a fact, is going to affect your immune response, okay? We know that chronic stress is like having your immune system on all the time because to your immune system, stress is an infection. Yes. So you ramp up the same response for stress as you do if I injected you with Epstein-Barr virus because right. that is a stress. Yes. Being infected is stressful. Having the inability to properly manage and associate your external stress is the overworked dysregulation that can then cause the infections that you had laying dormant to come back out again. Keep going because I'm getting a battery alert. No worries. Yeah, so what you're saying, Dr. Ernst, is that the chronic stress, it's almost like you're crying wolf repeatedly, repeatedly, and repeatedly. And at some point in time, your body with this chronic stress has this chronic immune response. And at some point, at some point, maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month, maybe it's years, your body has to go, we can't sustain this immune response anymore. We're going to shut down the immune response. And oh, now the Epstein-Barr virus gets to come back out again. Maybe now the shingles gets to come back out again. Maybe now there's some other virus that can come back out again. Uh, another one that we don't talk about it much, but HIV, right? Yeah. Not, not everyone has HIV, but same type of thing. Laying dormant when the immune system can't support it anymore, we know what happens. Yep. So, and here's the big thing. 
where is the majority of our immunity? Well, if we talk about where the physical immune response that takes place, the bulk of it in your body, it's in your intestinal yes, system. Your gut. So now watch. I'm someone who has high levels of perceived stress because I have a stressful life and stressful environment. I have the, the chronic Epstein-Barr because 99 or 90% of everybody does. And now, because I'm so stressed out, I start eating comfort foods that are loaded with pesticides, chemicals, herbicides, toxins. I'm eating lots of grains. Most people, when they're stressed, go for salty, crunchy yes. snacks. So it's yes. like I'm having pretzels and I'm having bagels and I'm eating pizza and I'm having wings and fried this and fried that. So now here come the lectins, which are a stress. It's a toxin from a plant. Here comes the glutens, which is again a toxic stress. And the gut becomes inflamed, irritated, and leaks. And now there's two problems. This chronic EBV that's floating around is like, oh, there's a hole in the gut. Not physical, but microscopic. And it goes like this. Hey, uh, the, 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 the closet's open. Right, the door's wide we, open. We, we get in the bloodstream. Yep. So it goes whoosh. And then your immune system goes red alert. And guess what? Now you get those early antigen IgGs testing positive. You don't have the infection. IgM is normal. These are antibodies. Again, if you miss the top of the hour, oh my gosh, you have got to download this ebook, The Secrets for Knowing What Your Level of Infection and the Potential for Immunity Response Against Your Energy and Your Life is in here. Yeah. The ebook is free, 704-906-2094. Text your name and your email. I'm so excited. We tend to forget to talk about the we free do. stuff to give away. But watch, watch, watch. So now this virus is leaking into the immune into the blood system. You're gonna spike the G antibodies because they've been sitting there waiting. They're like, yep. they're, they're the they're the my like, time to shine. When does the nasty uncle come out? There he is. So they start replicating. You miss this medically because they're looking for the M's the M antibody. And the then current infection. what happens is your joints start to get inflamed. You start gaining weight. Your fatigue starts kicking back in, and you go, God, why is this happening again? Oh, wait a minute. Could be that you activated a gut leak because of the unmanaged stress. It's a right. huge picture. Yes. Yes. So you have to somewhat take a stand against this and A, take a deep breath and realize you can manage this. Not take another deep breath and it's okay to admit that you have an infection that you need to deal with. Okay, we all do. And then the big one is we have to start going, well, what are the other things that stimulate this? Like what else can affect us in that when the leak is present, we can't fight back. Right. You know what's really cool that I just thought about? And I'm not trying to change topics at all, but it's really cool that we can think about how our body is intrinsically, without us even being aware of it, always keeping infections at bay. Yes. Oh our, my gosh. Our I body's mean, always doing it. And so when we talk, when you just said, you know, you take a deep breath, you can manage this. Well, of course, you already are managing it. You yeah. might just need to change a few things or a bunch of things, yep. many things. Yep. So that way you can get your intrinsic response, your body's ability to control whatever the viral load is without you even having to think about it back under control. You know, it's brilliant because I know we've talked about this several times, you and I, and we bring it up with our patients a lot. By volume... You're more viruses and bacteria and parasites yeah, than you are human. human cells, yeah. So your humanness is always like, God, like, we, we got to keep those things at bay. But at the same token, you can't destroy them because you need them. Right. They're required. I mean, deep breath on this one. You can't live without the viruses and the bacteria and the funguses in your body. There nope. is a version of a symbiosis with this. So 
How do we get rid of this stuff then? Okay, number one, you have to find the source of what's causing the reactivation. You're never going to get rid of the virus because it's just there. It's there now. It'd be like saying, you know what, KK, Dr. Chris, I finally sterilized my intestines and there's not a single amount of bacteria in there. Uh, you're dead. Now, right, my friend. You're, you're telling me that from your grave? You're, you're, you're not here. So you can't get rid of the virus because see, a lot of people are like, so what do I do, Dr. Ernst, to kill this virus and get rid of it? Yeah, that's medical approach. What you need to do is, number one, identify which of these main triggers is the big problem for you. Do you have an exorbitant amount of unmanaged stress in your life that is literally wreaking havoc on you? Do you have some other infection that's going on? A lot of people have mold in their body or in their house. They have um, shingles, herpes, uh, HIV, like you mentioned. Is there another infection? Because they tend to come in packs. Yep. You don't just have EBV. You usually right. have EBV and yep. Lyme or EBV and mold or right. something like that. We got to talk about nutrient deficiencies because, you know, like it, this is this is this is America today. Like not a single person. I mean, we've done what? Thousands of tests on patients and no one has ever passed our nutrient tests. Never. Zero. Never. I haven't even passed it. And taking all this stuff that I take, I constantly still am low in B vitamins because they're water soluble and you use them like crazy. Yeah. Gut leak and high toxic burdens. So I want to go into this concept now. What are some things that we could give our audience as steps they could do to take or begin to start doing that can at least tide these infections and hold them back from this? Because a lot of you have a chronic undiagnosed Epstein-Barr virus infection and you've never actually drawn the line in the sand and tried to right. stop it. Right. And so like you said earlier, we're not trying to stop the infection, right? The infection reactivated itself. But your body can make the EBV go back to being dormant. Yeah. It can shut it back in the closet yes. just as easily as it opened it back up. Yes. So it's more about allowing the immune response to be what it needs to do and doing things that will support that immune response. And so that involves optimizing the detox pathways, which are your liver and your kidneys and your intestines. You need to make sure that those three are working the way that they're designed. Yeah. And that's a whole level. If you haven't, if you haven't gone through the speci specificities to figure out exactly how do you do that, First of all, it's in the ebook. Yeah, right? I'm going to turn Dr. to the page. Dr. looking at specific See right page. here? There we Digestive go. system cause goes all into it. But there's a lot of specific testing that can be done to determine exactly where you might need to focus on for your own detox. Yes. It's not a one size fits all. There's very specific things that relate to each So hold up. You're saying I can't go to like the grocery store and buy a seven day liver, colon, kidney cleanse? Right, or you can't, you can't just do the uh, 21 day... Uh, cleanse or master detox, cleanse, right? Yeah, master detox that you know some guru is is propelling online. It's not going to work, but you know, it might you might get some results. But why not be super specific? If you know you've got EBV, you know you want to support the immune response. Why not be specific in your detox so that you can get the most out of it in the quickest way possible? So if you want the ebook 704-906-2094, call or text your name, your email, and the word energy. We have everything. Here's the toxicity cause. See right there? Here's the digestive cause. Here's the you know, stress responses. So everything, including the diet and the recommendations are in here. And then we have our masterclass, which I hope you join us for. It's free yeah. on the 10th of December. It's right around the corner. And again, you can get that by just simply saying energy and your name and your email. 704-906-2094. Yeah. So, and so some of the things that we haven't discussed, we haven't really, we've tried a little bit about inflammation, but how do you keep inflammation at bay? Well, one of the ways is to ensure that you're sleeping soundly. Mm -hmm. It's really important that as you go through the night, if you're somebody that's saying, yeah, I'm so fatigued during the day, but then, you know, 
I'm not getting the best sleep. I feel like I'm wired at nighttime. What is going on? It's typically a relationship between your cortisol, the stress hormone itself, and your insulin response, which is what's going to regulate your blood sugar. And so sleeping soundly is going to help ensure that you are having an appropriate cortisol response and you're having an appropriate insulin response so that your blood sugar is not keeping you up at night, whatever that may be. And guess what the number one issue is with people who have this shift in cortisol and insulin is they're usually being told to have diabetes or they yep. have some sort of fatigue issue when in fact that's the virus right. and the reactivation causing that. Exactly. So if you can get your cortisol and you can get your insulin under control, A, you're going to start to shut down diabetes and you'll start to heal naturally from diabetes, yep. but B, you're going to help to control the immune response to shut down the Epstein-Barr virus Correct. as well. Yep. So it's the killing two birds with one stone. And knowing that we know it's an inflammatory response, obviously taking certain supplements that are anti-inflammatory can help. Not because, again, this list is a, here's the supplements to take to kill EBV. No, it's these are the things that you need nutrient-wise to yep. regulate a healthy immune response. So if you do have the EBV monster rolling around, you can bring the bouncers in that go, hey, hey, enough is enough. Get back yep. in your spot and stay there. And yep. they'll do it. This includes the omega-3 fatty acids, which are your you know, uh, fish oils. This includes herbs like ashwagandha, licorice, St. John's wort, ginseng, holy basil, you know, uh, curcumin, resveratrol, vitamin D, probiotics because of the gut relationship. So again, if you're like, whoa, Dr. Ernst, that was super fast. Yes, for a reason, guys. All of the supplements and all of the supports and everything you need is in the ebook. I'm trying to turn to the page. That shows you the primary oxidate or deoxidating your so toolbox nutrients that you need to reverse the stress on the immune system. I almost said reverse EBV to reverse the stress on the immune systems in the ebook. And so 704-906-2094. I love it. And that's so I just want to say quick without getting too deep into the rabbit hole. You were talking about some of the, the things that you talk about with your nutrient profile and how you still can't get it perfect. I can't get my omega-6 to omega-3 ratio to ever be perfect. And knowing that I'm still too high in my omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, that means I'm driving more inflammation just from that pathway alone. That's one nutrient yeah, pathway see, of so many So others. here's what's cool about you knowing that. You need a specific omega-3 only then. Exactly. Whereas what they sell over the counter is a 3-6 blend. Yeah, always So a it's blend. like if you're already high on 6, why would you take more, more six? 6? But see, this right. is the specificity that we talk about by hiring a health coach. You know, you and I health coach each other. Yep. And exactly. we health coach patients. So if you're looking for someone to say, whoa, Okay, you're doing a decent job, but you could do 13 times better by being more specific. Connect with us. Exactly. Okay, so are there foods that help to heal EBV? No, there are foods that support your immune response, which turn on your bouncers, the immune cells that will say, hey, Epstein-Barr, you got to go back to your island. Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> you got to go back to where you came from. Like, get out of here. And these are all in our ebook. Okay, give them the list real quick while I flip through yeah. and show people. Okay, so first, wild blueberries, organic blueberries are amazing because of the antioxidant potential that they have. So their ability to help you regulate a lot of the stress response that your body's having, that's going to shut down the immune response, which will shut down EBV. So blueberries, high antioxidants, lowers the oxidative stress potential in your body, lowers the immune response, lowers EBV. Hey, this next one, I'm going to tease this real quick. There's an entire book series and an entire health program that you can buy 
that tells you this is what you should drink to control EBV. Yeah. And it is celery juice. So Anthony Williams, shout out to you. Medical medium who has like sold people on just drink celery juice every day because guess what it has? A specific salt that doesn't kill the virus, but it boosts your immune response. Fantastic. And then you can get into a lot of other, we have to talk about antioxidant rich foods. So such as sprouts, asparagus. Asparagus also has high levels of phytochemicals that are going to uh, stop the reproduction of EBV. So mm -hmm. it's not shutting down EBV, but it's not allowing it to go from one to 5 million, right? Which is the example Dr. Ernst used before. And so you can use other, so a lot of other seasonings that you have at your house, cilantro, parsley, garlic. These are things that are going to help lower the toxic load that might be letting EBV spiral out of control and shutting down the reproduction again. Because so, here's again, and, and I like to tease, right? Go for Next it. week, we're going to talk about the worst energy drainer, which is heavy metals. And yeah. here's a little secret. Epstein-Barr virus eats yes, heavy metals heavy for metals. food. So remember we said co-infections. So if you have EBV positive, we don't just yell and scream at it. We go, oh, there could be metals. We need to test for that. There could be a co-infection. We need to test for this. And we find the global immune response because you fix that. And then your body naturally makes the EBV go away. That's super interesting. Cannot wait to discuss that. So final thoughts. You have control over this. It's not as ominous as it sounds, but everybody has Epstein-Barr virus, and yep. there's evidence to say that you can take it into your own control. Download our ebook, The Energy Heal Thyself. It has everything you guys need for resources. 704-906-2094. That's 704-906-2094. And I hope that I get to see you live on the 10th of December. It's right. next Saturday. Next Saturday. For the Masterclass on Energy Healing. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.